Welcome to the Keep Pulling Podcast, yet another podcast about the sport of Olympic weightlifting brought to you by Keep Pulling. In this episode, we'll give a light recap of Team USA's performance at the 2019 IWF World Championships in Thailand, touch on some weightlifting pop culture, including the Tokyo Strong Initiative from USA Weightlifting, and finally, we will get technical with overhead stability in the snatch and overhead squat. Make sure to follow us on social media. We are at Keep Pulling on Instagram, Keep Pulling on Facebook, and you can find all this information and more on our website, www.keeppulling.com. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> recap, recap, baby. We are episode two of the Keep Pulling podcast. This is almost a pattern, two in a row, but we're just going to talk about a lot of things that have happened over the past couple weeks. A lot. Tons and tons of stuff. Uh, again, I am Patrick Costello. I am Andy Blada. And we've hello world at once. Now we're going to recap the world of weightlifting. And yeah, I mean, we got a ton of events that, that have happened. So let's jump, get started. Jump right into it. So I'm, I'm going to be completely honest about worlds. I Me did, too. I did not see a bunch of it live. I saw two hap saw a little bit. Because one, I don't two have lifters. cable, so I wasn't able to access ESPN. Right. Which, I got to see some on the live stream. Right. Uh, I, did, I did see some of that, like the USA weightlifting. Thank goodness stuff. that was there. Yep. Um so what I did is we went through uh and and pulled the Team USA roster, men and women, and we're just gonna run through and talk about these lists because we did see these and there's some badass stuff that happened uh from out of Team USA. Yeah. There's a lot history of history was made. Unbelievable. Um, so we're, uh, I mean, you just want to run through what men first, women late, uh, women. Sure. Women let's just run down the list we got here. All right. And like I said, they're kind of in reverse order, but oh, well, if you want to start light, go heavy. Yeah. Jordan Wissinger, 67 kilo. He lifted in the B session. Let's see. He went three, no, two for six with a 295 total. Mm-hmm. 27th overall. Yep. Yes, sir. I think it was his first one. So he, oh, excuse me, I almost burped into the mic. <laughs> so he went 126. Uh, on his, he opened at 126, missed it. Second attempt, missed it. Third attempt, uh, third and final attempt at 126, do or die, made that snatch. Uh, and 157, he made his opener on the clean and jerk. And then 161XX for two and three. Uh, and that was the 67 kilo B group. Same session we had Alex Lee. Mm-hmm. Uh, the a, legend. Yep, yeah, a personal favorite of mine uh, ever since. Oh, God, we're going to talk about Ogden again. Oh, here we go. <laughs> But Eduardo <laughs> Carese, when it was a 69, shared a platform with Alex Lee in the back, and he was such a nice dude. Like, I got to say, Alex is super nice. Very kind. I got to do some photos for him, too, yeah. through X-Endurance. Um, and remember remember that video you took of his 180 attempt? Yes. He, he yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on my original I think it was for a huge, like, universe galaxy record or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it, it popped up on my, oh, I was going through the old media file that we shared on Google Drive. That's a big file, up. by the way. Uh, yeah, it's huge. But same session, 67 kilo B group, um, 125 opening snatch, 128 on his second, and PR, according to USA Weightlifting and his Instagram, his, his third lift, 130 kilos, was a competition PR, uh, I guess in this category, because I think I've seen a snatch more than that. I don't know. Could be wrong. It's fuzzy. Yeah. I know he lifts a, a ton. I just and know. It's not just how much, but how well. Oh, yeah. The guy lifts. It's it's nuts how fast he yeah, is. Yeah, just seeing him in person, like sitting, literally sitting next to the platform he's lifting at, like he just 
all of his muscles just lock into place. Like when he catches a snatch or a jerk, it's it's just dumbfounding. It's really incredible to watch. Uh, clean and jerks, 158 opener, 163 for the second, 165 for his third. So he went six for six. An amazing day. PR total 295 is a 67 kilo lifter. Um, and and if what's funny is like part of the re, part of the recap here is both his opening snatch and, and opening clean and jerk were origi- originally turned down by the referees. Uh, but Piros, uh, oh no, I'm sorry. This is a different. This is a different situation. But uh, the jury stopped at, at all these yes. international and national meets. Behind the referees who are sitting in the chairs is a panel, a jury panel of other referees. So you have six total, right? And the the panel is overseeing the decisions here, and they reviewed it. I think there's video review now. And wait yes, there is at every uh, IWF meet. There is video review. Yeah, four cameras. And they they can they can scrub frame by frame like all of our lifters. <laughs> I wish they would stop doing this in the gym, but they just record themselves and they're like, oh my god, this is where I messed up. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they they overturned both of the openers, so he went six for six, even though they were turned down initially, and finished twenty third overall. Pretty good. Yeah, I don't think that was his first Worlds. No, I know he's he's been around the block. Yes. <laughs> so right, I don't know exactly next. how many, but or which ones, but I'm sure uh, it's it, the laundry list of World Championships. C.J. Cummings, it, he's one of my favorites of all time, easily. Mm. Uh, he's a 73. Was in the A session. Remember, he's a junior. Yeah. He's not a senior yet. He's a junior in the A session, and we'll get to another junior who was in an A session too. Um, he went 145, 150, and missed 155, which would have been a new junior world record, mm-hmm. which I know they were really gunning for. Yeah. And then he opened with 183 and missed. It was it was a clean he missed. Yeah, he, he missed the clean. Made the jerk on his second attempt. Yep. 191, I think it put him backwards. Yeah. Well, I just a little bit. It was just off balance a little bit. And then afterwards, he was talking with Kelsey with USAW in an interview and said that he really wasn't happy with his performance and that they were really gunning for a better yeah he finished ninth which is still really good still awesome yeah three for six on the day i think that 191 was to secure like bronze or something okay. i think that was for a medal position uh unfortunately did not make it but 333 total as a junior 73 like come on that's pretty good that's pretty good his roby is up there <laughs> yeah and yeah to have some I, so he's probably what 17 or going on 18 now somewhere in that range but juniors are between the ages of 18 and 20 so he's definitely one of those <laughs> but i remember seeing him in dallas in 2015 i think that was his first national that was the first time i ever saw him lift yeah, in the right. training hall i didn't know who he was right I re- oh yeah you were shooting him from across I the i was ray. shooting pat damiano yeah and i was sitting next to cj and, um <laughs> and he's lifting with his orange shoes and yeah i was, I was like wow this kid's pretty quick <laughs> this there. kid's not bad <laughs> pretty good i think i went and told you like do you see that guy yeah pretty good yeah, i was like i think that's cj cummings actually <laughs> i was like who's that <laughs> yeah that's so funny. Uh, Turns out up, he's the world yeah, record holder now. He's, he's quite popular. And that's, I, think, I have his shirt. Do you really? Yeah, go buy it from Rogue. Didn't you? Okay, so this is a sidebar. So you did some shooting content for USA Weightlifting, correct? Yeah, that's, he was part of that. That was the what? The, it was a tr- for a training manual. They okay. were revamping a training manual. It was him and Maddie. Yeah. So I went up to South Carolina and shot with them for a day with the new training director. And I'm, unfortunately, I can't remember his name. He, he was there, uh, German guy. Darn it, I can't remember his name. Mm. Anyway, we shot for probably five hours, four okay. hours, doing various lifts. And I brought all my flashes. I rented a camera. Nice. So I can get the high speed stuff. And then uh, 
cut them all out in Photoshop. They picked what they wanted. We had videos of it too, yeah. videos of all the stuff. And the one I, the one that sticks out in my mind is where he had those glasses on, and it was like, oh yeah, the salt. After bay, that, we the did salt bay glasses. We did a photo <laughs> shoot, just a fun one. I was like, we're just gonna have fun. Yeah, I got some really cool photos. My favorite photo of him. There's a lot of photos of CJ, but this one is my favorite. I, yeah. I wish I could show you, but it's him. I told him just sit on the weight. Um, I didn't really want him to like do some fake pose because yeah. he's more kind of introverted. No, for sure. I was like, look, man, just just sit there and pick a callus. Yeah. So he did. He's just <laughs> sitting there kind of, and I got the shot that I, I just love it. The lighting nice. came out great. And You're like, show it's me. It's just kind of CJ just sitting on the weight. Just looks like he's just sitting there thinking like, you know, nice. rubbing his hand. Yeah, you're like, show me anguish. Yeah. <laughs> show me world champion. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, show me championships. Show me. Need to change my underwear because I'm really nervous. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, that was 73 kilo A group as a junior. Junior uh, weightlifter in the A group at world championships is awesome. Uh, next up, we're just going to move up the ranks here. 81 kilo C session. This was Christian Rodriguez um, from th- from Puerto Rico. And I remember him, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. But 145 opener, missed it. 147, he went up two for his second attempt, made it. 153X on his third, did not make that. So he's left with a second attempt, 147. 180 kilo opener, missed it. Made it on a second, jumped 10 kilos to 190 and missed it. Uh, I believe he lifts for California Strength now. Yeah, he did move um, over there. Okay. And I remember to, to that he... He showed up and was part of, uh, do you remember, uh, to bring up Audi again, oh Team boy. Puerto Rico was there. Yeah. Do you remember that? He yep. was there. And, and I remember he was sharing a session with Pat. And then the next year in 2016, he won universities in New Orleans because yep. he, he shared that 77A session with Pat also. Uh, and then we kind of saw him like just like he put on some size. Yeah. He was always the one to beat because I was always in Zach Carlin's corner. Yep. And Oh, uh, yeah. Th- that, that's right. Christian was always the one to beat. Yep. And uh, he started making national appearances and stuff like that. I made a Pan Am team, and now here he is at the Worlds. I think this was his first World Championships. Uh, and I read something, because uh, Dave Spitz is his coach from Calf Strength, and he was like, you know, it's, it was learning. So the thing about Dave, I listened to an interview with him. He's like, we, we either win or we learn. There's no losing here. So he's Yeah, like, I put that on a poster. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. It's a nice, it's a great quote. But he's like, you know, it's a learning experience. It was his first World Championships. He'll come back and we'll... And we'll, you know, crush it again. But he's he's an awesome lifter to watch. Like he's he's come a long way just seeing him, you know, from fly on the wall kind of thing. <laughs> kinda but his shoulders are so jacked. Oh dude, he's God, they they look like uh like a Titanic on one and a Saint Mary on the other. He <laughs> <laughs> looks like a body, but he's just shredded. Yeah, big guy. Really, really strong. Uh next Harrison Morris was in the B session, but don't count him out because nope. he almost got a bronze in the clean and jerk. He went one fifty two for his first two attempts and missed, but made it on his third. Thank goodness. Getting mm-hmm. the total. Yeah. 191 make, 198 make, and then 205 would have been the uh, the junior world record and bronze. Yeah. From the B session, he totaled 350, is which, he, which is, is he, still amazing. Is he a junior still? For a junior world record, uh, yeah, yeah so I then, would imagine. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So he's another junior uh, lifting at the world the world level. B session, awesome. There's, if you haven't seen him, like he's just uh, very unassuming. You know, it's very uh, kind. Yeah, I, saw, I guess he saw. I never got to talk to him, but right here he saw. Yeah, but then he just crushes weights. Mm-hmm. All right, Jordan Cantrell next. 89 kilo B session. 153 make. 157 make. 160, uh, which is a PR tie. Uh, some somewhere I must have read. So three for three in the snatch. 
185 kilo opener missed at 189 on his second 190 on his third for a 350 kilo pr total finishing 17th overall in the 89s which once you start climbing the weight at the at the international level or the world level i should say uh we're we're getting against like some really 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 heavy hitters here so top 20 in this group i think is is pretty damn good it's awesome yeah heck even just kind of going and getting the total is awesome too yeah yeah for sure don't count yourself out because maybe you got 15th place you're 15th in the entire world which is made up of billions and billions of people the by the way (laughs) (laughs) so uh, next was Jason Bonick, a Florida lifter. And uh, fun fact, I think he was the oldest lifter at nat- at the world. He is a master's lifter. Yeah. I think he's one year older than I am. He's 36, 37. I hope I look that good when I'm 38. Nah, yeah. or, or, I'm 37. <laughs> 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 it ain't going to happen, I guess. Well, we got some work to do. <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of work to do. <laughs> he finished 25th overall, and he opened with 152, crushed it. 157 was a miss on his second, but he came back and made it on his third. And uh, he opened with 183 in the clean and jerk, which was a miss. Mm. Um, I, I, I didn't see it, so I was able to tune in on his second clean and jerk. Yeah, which was also a make at one, uh, 183, just yeah. repeated. And then about 20 minutes later, <laughs> and I know it was 20 minutes, I was looking at the clock, like, yeah. it's past midnight, and he goes a bit. Yeah. But he came out for 190 and crushed it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he cleaned it so fast, because I saw the replay the next morning. Cleaned it so fast, the re-rack went, like, nose high. The re-rack was almost half a jerk. Oh, wow. It just kind of, like, half-thrustered it. <laughs> yeah. And he crushed the jerk. So he got a 347 total and uh, went 25th overall. So congratulations, Jason. He was in the beat session, too. Yeah. As a 96. Yeah, I'm trying to see if I can pull that video up. I don't, I don't see it. I don't want to waste too much time trying to find it. But Also in the beat session, Nathan Damron. Oh, yes. His, uh, his biggest competitor. Those two are... And here are their competitors out there, their teammates. Mm-hmm, Let's sure. not forget that. He yeah. opened with 155 and then made that miss 160 and 161. And uh, Nathan's got a, a really big clean and jerk. Yes, and a really big squat, too. And we're talking 190 kilo opener made it, 197 made it, 202 just barely missed. Uh, that was a, he missed the jerk on that one. Just blocking it forward. Yep. <laughs> Finished 20th overall. And that's that's ninety six. We're talking ninety six. Like I said, we're climbing up here into into Russian territory. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Nathan Damron is really really strong. Uh, I think he's n- no longer a junior, as far as I, I think he's just freshly not a junior. But I mean, he's, he squats up a freaking house, two houses in in fact, one on each side of the bar. Yeah, exactly. And he uh, he lives for Mash Mafia. I think one of the Carolinas. I always get it mixed North. up. North North Carolina. There Barely north, yeah. I believe. I think they're right at the border of the south. Oh man! But yeah, he's. I think it's endearingly called the Freedom Fridge. Yeah, <laughs> it's just. I think I've read that thread a long time ago. It's just like Freedom built, built like a refrigerator. Yes, just stacked. Coming up next, also from California Strength, mm-hmm. Wes Kitts in the 109 B session. He opened with a PR of 170 kilos in his snatch. That's crazy. Get out of town. Yeah, little little unusual, but even know. in the uh, interview afterwards, I remember him saying they don't normally open that high. Yeah, well, no, it's a PR. I, I imagine you don't. <laughs> but <laughs> it's still great to just come out and hit it like that. And mm-hmm. then his next attempt was 175 miss, 177 miss. Still got his PR at 170. Yeah, 
and then opened again with a clean and jerk PR at 211. 218 he made, make that another PR. Yep. And then 225, he cleaned it, but didn't wasn't able to jerk it. No, that's that's a massive clean. That's um, four reds on the bar, by the way. That's crazy. On each side. Yeah, and, and if you've ever seen that happen, I mean, that. I just remember Team Japan that was at the uh, the, yeah, the Las Vegas. Yeah, well, that one last guy who cleaned, I think, like 222 or 225. Yes. Just when he when it hit him in the bottom, the thing, the, the, thing weights, almost, oh, the weights almost touched the floor. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> the the flex of the bar at that kind of weight is ridiculous. But, yeah, 14th overall for West Kitts. Um, and he was he was interviewed on, on USA Weight of Things podcast also just talking about mindset and leading up into this event. But I don't think it was a post post-Worlds interview. So. He he totaled three eighty eight and Massive. finished fourteenth overall. Yep. Congratulations, Wes. And finally on the men's roster, Kane Wilkes, uh big time lifter for Team USA. He's in the plus one oh nine B group, four out of six. He went four out of six performance. He went one seventy five on the opener. <laughs> That's a massive, massive lift. Ma- uh, 175 snatch made it 181 snatch <laughs> made it. That's it's just shy Jeez. of four hundred pounds. One eighty two is four hundred. And then 187 for his third attempt and, ma- and missed it. <clears throat> two for three in the clean and jerk. 215, 222, 227 miss. 403 kilo total. That's uh, totaling over 400 pounds. You're you're moving some weight. Now remember, 182 is about 400 pounds. Yep. And 500 pounds is 227. 227. Okay. I've seen him make it before. Really? I think it was at Olympic trials. Yeah. And he's one of those type where uh, I mean, it's just so powerful and you watch his jerk and he's like he that, goes wide that colombian kind of uh, out there whoop. exactly and almost jerking with a snatch grip and it works for him it does yep and, and that's the thing is it works for him uh just be yeah. careful when you try to emulate stuff that styles that other lifters do out there we need I, a we need a soundbite to go do 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 coaching segment <laughs> with Patrick I Costello. dude i am working on a soundboard it's on my <laughs> ipad i, I swear could, i could make it with my little midi board <laughs> yeah that's uh, yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. Anyways. But yeah. Uh, 16th overall for Kane from the B group. That's awesome. Because usually they're about 10, 10 per session. So he finished uh, you know, probably you know top of the pack in his session. Mm-hmm. So Now let's move on to the women's team. Whew. Okay, this is the big one. Let's start light. Oh, my goodness. Morgan King. All right. Olympian, 49 kilo in the B session. Open with 80. Make 82 was her second and a miss. 82 on the third repeat PR. Mm-hmm. Good lift. Here we go. If we can add that to the soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> she went with 99 or a clean and jerk and then made that 101 or second attempt. But we got a note here. It was initially oh, yeah. ruled a no lift by the refs. But Demas, our hero, yes. our savior, throws the challenge card like Gambit at the jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Hits him right in the teeth. And they said, well, okay, we got to review this lift. Shout out, shout out to Remy LeBeau. Anyone who's an <laughs> X-Men fan, he was my favorite X-Man. He <laughs> was a pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> also because he spoke French. <laughs> All right. They reviewed the lift and said, yeah, that's a good lift. Yes. Yeah. Then, and we talked about uh, challenge cards at Nationals in Memphis this past year because this is the first time I think it was implemented. At least this is the first time I saw it. Uh, and people were throwing that thing left and right like, I mean, it was a Super Bowl. Just people. Just because they could. Yeah. Uh, the last lift, even if they... Didn't make the clean. They yep. throw the challenge card. And exactly. Here comes and, the jury. And why not Let's use see it? what happens. Yeah, why not use it if you have it or, you know, you're on a second lift and you're like, oh, yeah. maybe it could have been whatever. Sorry, it kind of turns to abuse of power. Right, but but my lifter needs some more time. So yeah. I'm just going to toss this out here. Yeah. Yeah, so then you buy yourself a couple minutes. Especially if you got two lifters. 
mm-hmm. and you're coaching the same one, that yeah. will buy you another couple. Or they're following too. themselves or whatever. Uh, throwing just throwing the act of throwing that card out. Will but buy there you is a time minutes. limit to when you can use it. You can't just throw it when the weight the clock's ticking. You got to wait or do it before the next lifter is announced. Correct. Yes. And you got to hurry. Cause remember, uh, Amy. Two cents, which is not a real last name, but it's her Instagram handle. Yes. Amy <laughs> she <Everett>. wanted to <laughs> throw. It was the first time they were using it. She wanted to throw a challenge card. And you could tell because she said, no, I challenge. And then the tech marshal kind of said, we need to see your challenge card. And she goes, like, pats her pockets. Yep. Says, oh, no. Runs back Rad, to her platform yeah. and comes back, but not in time. When the next, the next lift has yeah. started. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. We were front and center. Uh, but that was, this is the first time. And, oh, sorry, rewinding now to nationals. Not a single challenge was uh, was accepted, hmm. right? All all of the ones that people challenged, they 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 were like, nope, we're sticking with our original our original decision. Yep, stand your ground. This one for Morgan King was the first time a challenge was actually accepted. Overturned. Yes, yes. So yep. There's a picture I took of Piros, Gatone, and New York Joe. We'll call him <laughs> uh, at Youth Worlds. That was in Vegas. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they threw the challenge card, and I was able to snap picture of them with the meanest mugs you'd ever nice. seen and I, I called that one goodfellas and oh no that's awesome we can post that one on something we'll, but we'll put it in the show notes the show notes <laughs> but i hope there was like smoke in the foreground there was oh there was yep oh, was nice. like light, a, a beam dim. of light yeah oh, oh they were I just, just eyeballing the jury i can just envision it in my mind right now good. but we'll we'll post it up for you ladies and gentlemen so you can share <laughs> our mind's eye <laughs> Uh, but yeah, King finished eighth overall and don't be, like you said, don't forget her Olympic appearance in 2016 in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Uh, let's keep on trucking. That was 49 kilo B group. Uh, moving to the 49 kilo a group. We have Alyssa Ritchie from team juggernaut. Uh, I think a Michi- Michigan native, <clears throat> but she opened 79 kilos on the snatch, made it missed 81 for her second and third. And then we opened uh, 100 for Alyssa on the clean and jerk, and she missed 103 on her second and third. Also, going two for six for this 178 total. Uh, she finished overall. Uh, overall, she finished 13th and matched her total from the previous World Championships in 2018. Uh, and I did, you know, the thing about social media is everything's out there, right? Everyone can put anything they want and say personal things and all this stuff. And she, I did read somewhere that she had a very difficult weight cut that she had uh, going into this. Yeah, plus other <laughs> factors that won't be mentioned here. Right, exactly. So she, keep in mind, she competes in the 49 kilo class, and apparently she woke up the morning of competition weighing 53 kilos. Ooh. So that's a four kilo cut <laughs> in a couple of hours, probably, what? or at least uh, uh, no more than half a day. Uh, which can take a toll on your body. Take and a toll. Looking at it, you know. Two, take a foot. Yeah, looking That's at it. That's what about went, your foot weighs. She went two for six on the day. Normally, she's a very, like, five for six, six for six most of the time. Uh, very consistent, very well-rounded lifter. I think it just it was a little bit too much, unfortunately, but she'll be back for more. Uh, really, really nice gal. She actually visited Tampa about a year or so ago. Uh, lifted at our gym and i actually took some time yeah, to train cool. with her i wish i could have been there yeah she was she was super nice and very encouraging and oh, wow she's good like she's good <laughs> yeah she's no i got the photographer in training hall yeah in vegas she asked me to really like can i <laughs> me you're like of course yes. i will <laughs> let, gee let me think that's actually why i'm here <laughs> <laughs> i thought you'd never ask yeah. jordan de la cruz no stranger the world meets mm-hmm. no stranger that crushing weights either 
Uh, she's a 55, lifted in the B session. And she only went, was it three for six? Well, That's uh, yeah, okay. Like it. Yep. Missed her opener with 87, came back, made 88, and then missed 91, which which is kind of <laughs> uncommon for her. She's normally just hitting them. Pretty snappy. I didn't get to see them, unfortunately. Right. I, I can't really. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we, can't, we, have it, we yeah. didn't see every lift. Not at three in the morning. Yeah. Um, we'll have to go to work. But slowly over the next couple of days, which P.S. Worlds just ended yeah. today. Yeah. Or, yeah, today. Uh, yeah, was it today? Um, so I think it was a day or Over day. the next couple of days slash week, we're going to spend our time kind of leisurely catching up with the video aspect. <laughs> yeah. Now she did uh, make her first two cleaning jerks, 109 and 112, but they gave her a red light on her third at 115 due to bar oscillation. Bar oscillation, yes. You don't hear that one too often. You don't. Uh, and what that is, if no one knows what it is, when you stand up from a clean and it's heavy enough and it's heavy, there's, uh, we talked about the weights for that guy from team Japan, almost hitting the floor with the flex of the bar. When you're at a, a certain weight, uh, we'll call it on a women's bar somewhere around 90. Cause I've, I've tooled around on women's bars to feel the whip. Uh, it starts flexing and bouncing like a spring kind of thing. Yeah. And between the clean and the jerk, there has to be a very distinct pause. And if you are thought or seen doing uh, with your body trying to gain a little bit more uh, spraying out of the bar by initiating a couple of times before initiating your jerk, they'll call you for it because technically that's mechanical advantage uh, using the, the barbell as basically a spring. It does help. It gives it an extra a whip. Oh, yeah. A little extra nay-nay. <laughs> <laughs> well played. That's how it goes with the jury. You see, they see a whip and they say nay-nay. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you were there, but I remember uh, one time me and I think Pat and somebody else were, were on a, a set of jerk blocks. Yeah, I showed you guys how to put them on the outside with the collars. Uh, that, okay, that's it. Yeah, so we, we used two sets of competition collars, one at the very outside, and then we put the weights on, and then uh, we put another set of comp collars on the outside. So the weights weren't against, locked the, in. weren't against the inner sleeve. It was all the way to the edge of the barbell. And it just made that thing. It, it was oh. ridiculous. <laughs> felt like a slinky. Yeah, felt like a uh, the uh, high jump. Yeah, the long pole. Oh, exactly. Well, she finished with a two hundred kilo total and ninth overall. Yep. Congratulations, more, Jordan. More than I totaled at AO three. <laughs> just <laughs> throwing it out there. <laughs> but that's cool because. Yeah, we have other responsibilities, rather. Right? <laughs> well, she's an amazing lifter. Yes, she's uh, yes, and I am not. So, <laughs> and I'm be, I'll be the what first to admit that. Yeah, um, Lucero. Speaking of amazing lifters, Jessica Lucero was in the uh, 59 B session, and uh, she, uh, I got to see the replay of her lifts, and it seemed like she was off a little bit. Mm, not not sure what it was. Um, but yeah, 86 miss, 86 miss, 86 make. Uh, she's she's one hell of a snatcher too. Mm-hmm. Uh, American record holder. Yeah, forever. Something uh, something must have been off. And sometimes these things happen where it's just yeah. it's not the day. And it's not the day, and then sometimes not the time and the place either. Yeah, the hotels they were in. If if you saw on their Instagram feeds, flooding, constant. Oh, who was that? That was people her- were getting sick. Yeah, like bad. Yeah, I think it was Hunter's room. Uh, Harrison Morris, I think it was, that where the pipe burst in the yeah, ceiling. They were up to like ankles. Flooded, yeah. It's craziness. <laughs> um, I couldn't imagine. <laughs> but she opened with 86 and missed it, went for it to get on her second attempt. 
didn't make it, unfortunately. But 86 on her third was a good lift. Mm. Clutch. Open 105 on her first clean jerk was a miss. Made it on her second. And we got question marks on her third. She didn't make a 191 total. Yeah, I don't know. 20th overall. Yeah, I, I, can't, I couldn't find her third lift. Uh, and I couldn't find the video for that one either. So uh, TBD. But uh, I want to say her best snatch is like 96. 95, something like that. And I think she did it here on American Turf. Yeah. Of course, I could be wrong because I have actually no idea. I, I remember watching it, her and Maddie Sasser go back and forth. Yeah. Uh, She's fun to watch, too. At uh, Orlando American Open Finals. And that was that was a battle session. That was awesome. Disclaimer, neither of us are statisticians. Yeah. I, I, there, <laughs> we rely there, on hard copies. There are some, yeah, there are some people out there that... That, that know everything. That, Mike, Mike Graber, we need to have one. Right, exactly. And I was going to say that treat weightlifting like fantasy football. And yeah. they know every stat of every person. And unless we've been there and saw it, like we... Generally speaking, we probably <laughs> probably have to look it up. Yes. <laughs> and not there's anything wrong with you. Right, exactly. Uh, hang on, let me count this real quick. Make sure I'm going to talk it. about Hunter Elam. I'm sure I'm saying it's Elam, I bet. 59 kilo B session. She opened with 90. Made it. 93 on her second and third were no lifts. Opened with 110. was a miss. Made 110 on her second. She was in the same session as Lucero. Um... Yeah, it was cool to watch. She finished with a 200 total, 16th overall, and that was her first Worlds. But yeah, she was psyched to make it too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, she's this Hunter Elon. Yeah, she's she's become, I think, just in the past two years, like a monster. It was a weight cut. Yeah. She moved down like two categories, something like which that, which is very good for her. Yeah, and um, she's loving it. Although I know she cuts real hard, though, <laughs> you know, huh. I think uh, speaking of portable saunas, I think she was the one that I saw on, on a Instagram story where she was like sitting in her hotel room with her own inflatable. Whoa, cool. Sauna. So she didn't have to like come all, <laughs> waste the energy of coming all the way downstairs <laughs> and going to the USA. That's sauna. tough. Yeah. But yeah, she's very, very committed. Um, and one hell of a lifter, too. Yeah, I was looking this up because uh, speaking of Maddie Sasser, I left her off the recap list here. Um, when we were talking about her versus Jess Lucero at the American Open Finals in Orlando. Unfortunately, I, I do know that she did not post a total. I do not know what happened, whether that was the snatch or clean and jerk. Uh, I did not uh, catch a recap of that session personally. Um, but I know she'll be back. She's been she's a multi-time competitor, like national champion. Yeah, uh, no strangers. Yeah, she's, 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 she's done it before, and she'll, she'll do it again. You know, like, like they all do. We live to fight another day. As we've said before, this is a light recap of right. Worlds. There's going to be other shows that go way more in-depth because there was A, there. Right. B, <laughs> well, they were there. <laughs> yeah. they, they watched it happen. All right. All right. Now so for the big names. That's here. it. This here we go. This, this, was, uh, this is the meat of the... Yeah, the presentation, the clash of the titans, right here. I mean, it's it's just the seventy-one kilos female session. Oh, my computer just froze. Here we go. Okay. That's okay. But we have Maddie Rogers and Catherine Nye. Uh, the, most people call her Kate. I don't know. Uh, her full name's Catherine. My my name's Patrick, and I'm like, I don't know about calling me Pat. So I'm not gonna. <laughs> I do it all the time. I, hey, but for people <laughs> I know, it's totally cool. It's your thing, you know. <laughs> um, but let's start with Maddie Rogers here. So, 71 kilo lifter, uh, out of Florida, hometown hero. She's from Orlando, Florida. Uh, one, 103 kilo opening snatch, 106 and 108 for the miss. Uh, went two for three in the snatch. 
130 kilo opener, 134 for a plus two kilo PR, went for 137, right over 300 pounds, and missed it, unfortunately, under third for a 240 kilo total. She took bronze in the snatch, silver in the clean and jerk, and silver overall. That's three medals. And she was just amazing. Bling, bling, bling all over the place. Second place overall. Uh, and I have a note here. She has, she's the first American woman to medal at three consecutive uh, world championships since uh, 19, the early 90s here. So that was Robin Goad was the yes, predecessor. Yeah. Which Robin won. Uh, she medaled in the 1987, 88, and 89 world championships and also won, like swept gold, uh, or at least gold overall. Uh, 1991, 92, 93, and 94, so Whew. four in a row. Uh, so Maddie's the first one to go three in a row since Goad took four, uh, ending in 1994. So congratulations to Maddie. Uh, that was awesome. So good. Yeah. And she had a really good performance. She said she was very happy with it. Yeah. She went out there to just lift For and sure. have fun. Which is a great perspective to have, a great mental place to be. I think she took a lot of pressure off herself. Yeah. And just went and lifted and did really really well she said the ones she made <coughs> she really made and she yeah. was really happy with those but even the ones she missed she was like that's okay yeah it is what it is it wasn't a bad miss right uh yeah i did see her lifts and they're they're crisp as ever uh she was she was moving really well uh, same session kate nye catherine nye 106 she tr she opened with on the snatch missed it uh went up one kilo 107 made it and 112 for her third Big attempt there's just unbelievable Unreal. lift like that was that was so so great uh 131 the clean and jerk opener 136 for the second 141 miss 248 total is a 71 like that's monstrous uh that 112 junior world record junior and senior american records uh junior and senior pan american records so what is that that's one Six, two five. three four five records in one lift like that's that's ugh. and you she made it in that. training before yep she didn't want to put that out there though because we saw it later. She yeah. posted it. Looked really just as good. She's I think she'll look better in training. Oof. Yeah. Uh see after the meet, she was interviewed with Kelsey from USAW again. She said uh coaches were pushing more towards one eleven. Mm. But she said, This is my one chance. Yeah. My last chance. I think she becomes a senior relatively soon. Oh, well, next okay. year comes yeah, around next in a year, few yeah. months. But it was her last chance to really do that one twelve on that kind of stage and they went for it. Yeah. And Nailed it. Smoked it. One forty one would have been another huge record too. Oof, man, she's she's just I don't want to say she came out of nowhere, but man, the last couple of years she's just erupted. Mm -hmm. Um and there's been a lot of like back and forth Maddie versus Kate, and it's like at least you said it before, it's they're not against each other here, they're teammates. Yep. And they're out there for team USA. One team, one fight. And they are you had Kate Nye standing at number one. You had uh, you had Maddie Rogers standing at number two, and they had a, it was funny because somebody said they had to find the extra flag. Yeah, they had they to brought. pull the reserve out. Yeah, they, they pulled had a reserve the re flag. Yeah, so that when when uh, podium finishers get on stage, they hold their country's flag up, and we had two USA weightlifting women on the podium at the World Championships at the same time. At the same time, in one of the the most competitive. I mean, it's a pretty competitive field in the seventy-one kilo. I know Phil Andrews was elated. CEO, oh, yeah. president of USA Weightlifting, he's just on cloud nine. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, we did it. <laughs> it was good. Uh, she she's twenty. Yeah, old youngest person in the United States to win a world championship. Man, good stuff. I mean, that's 
what what more is there? I mean, everything. Two more lifters <laughs> yeah. that we're going to cover. Yep, here we go. Let's not forget about them. Yep. Take it away. All right. Uh, Jenny Arthur, 81 kilo A session. And there wasn't a whole ton of hype around Jenny. As my buddy BJ is like, y'all sleeping on Jenny Arthur. She's going to come <laughs> in here and <laughs> annihilate it. And she did. She did really great. Uh, 102 kilo opener, 106 uh, on her second attempt for the snatch. 110 she went for and missed. 134 kilo opener on the clean and jerk, miss. 134 make, 139 make. Then at 139 guaranteed, guaranteed. her a medal in in the in this in the clean and jerk and the total. Uh, at 245, 245 kilo total from Jenny. Uh, as I said, silver in the clean and jerk, bronze in the total, and that's her first medal performance. She's done six world championships. Uh, this is her first medal performance, and let's not forget the 2016 Olympics in Rio that she went to. Uh, what what weight category was that? That was uh, 70, I couldn't tell you. 75, I believe. It was still previous weight category, so I think she went as a 75. Um, but yeah, y'all sleeping on Jenny? <laughs> she came out. She came, came out, out swinging. She's just so quiet too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Not the most outspoken person. Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah, her and Norik are fairly quiet. Um, they just let the lifts do the talking. That's it. That's hey, it. remember me? I'm an Olympian. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So, and speaking of Olympians, oh, yeah. Sarah Robles, oh yeah, in the eighty-seven plus category, uh, she went four for six, and I know she was going big on her on her third snatch. She went one twenty, one twenty-five, and then one twenty-nine and missed, and it was just a hair in front. I mm. didn't get to see a replay of that. And uh, clean and jerk, she went one fifty-five, one sixty, but did not attempt one sixty-three, and I don't know why. Mm. Maybe she just didn't feel like. I didn't, yeah, I didn't read any injuries or anything like that. But no, 285 total and finished seventh place yep. overall. So maybe it, maybe it wouldn't have bumped her up in the standings. Yeah, even if she did make it. But yeah, a really really good showing. I did not do a medal count, but I'm sure it's out there somewhere. It's high, but not as U- high as China's, but it's pretty Team high. Team USA women won second place. Yeah, that's yeah. so cool. At the World Championships, the World Championships, the Team world. USA. One second place. USA Women. versus the world. Like, come on. This was this was so great, and I'm so uh, bothered that I wasn't able to watch it live. You yeah, know? it's, and, it's and just a time thing. It's just, and, and accessibility a little bit. I mean, USA Weightlifting, it's like really put it out there. and They, they had, did a great job recapping. Yes. Good. Thank goodness. I love those Instagram. It was a JP Nicoletta, Sean Waxman, and uh, my, oh, my weightlifting commentary Boffa, hero, Dr. David Boffa. Dr. David Boffa. <laughs> Uh, he's, he's a great dude. Uh, but yeah, just watching their, their commentary on the Insta, it was, was a great, they had a blast. Recap. Oh, I like sure. listening to them three. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> speaking of Bafa, uh, AO finals, maybe Milwaukee. I was fortunate oh, yeah, enough to this. commentate with him. Uh, we, we do mm-hmm. a lot of commentating when we're, da- when we have some downtime for bar bend, the official media partner of USA weightlifting, uh, David Tao, a great guy. But uh, he set us up and to to be commentators on on the various nationals when we're there and available. But I had the opportunity to share a session with David Baffa, uh, Doctor David Baffa, and he, I, have not laughed so hard in my <laughs> life. And and I'm a pr- like I can keep my emotions under control, but not this so time. He, I had to take my headset off at one point because I was just I was screaming. I mean, he's saying I some stuff. I get a picture of smirk. Yeah, I could, he was saying some stuff that I was just like. How on earth <laughs> can you say that? But it was, it, he's, he's great. He really knows his stuff. 
um, and, and great yeah, that was in Milwaukee. That, yeah. Because at the end of the day, you're like, guys, guys. Oh, yeah. We right, where do you the, find the stream? <laughs> we went and back we, to the Airbnb. It like, took half hour to find it, but we, it was worth the wait. I was like, you guys have to hear this. <laughs> yeah. It was the third attempt of a lifter. It was just a weird jerk that she was doing. Very <laughs> wonky is a word I'll use. Yeah. And all over the place. And then she crossfit made the lift went overhead yes puts the bar down he said there's no way in hell that's a good lift it's a quote i still remember verbatim he's like he's like wow that was astonishingly strong yeah that's right but there's no chance in hell that lift would pass <laughs> i was like <laughs> oh my god how can he also i'll be right back <laughs> but yeah he's he's incredibly incredibly unapologetically funny. funny yes <laughs> and it was a no lift yeah but a very very strong lift i can't remember yeah well that's Ooh. a separate separate topic. It's a lift in history. That's it. Uh, but yeah, World Championships. If you if you need a, a little bit more video re- uh, recap, like we said, the USA Weightlifting Instagram page did some great recap with Sean Waxman and and uh, JP Nicoletta and, and Dr. David. Boffa. I think that was for TV too. I think so. Yeah, it was very very well produced um, and and very well very well orchestrated. So, so we got some TV stars now. So find them at USA underscore weightlifting on Instagram and, and find their IG live videos and just listen up. They're like two, three minute recaps. They did it every single day mm-hmm. uh, and it was great. Great material, great content. We had one person there from Lifting Life, Tim Scott. Oh yeah? He uh, it was dual purpose. He was going there to shoot for us. He's somewhat familiar with our system because uh, I got him a nice little cheat sheet and he's, he was at last year's Worlds too. Nice. But he also coached Jason Bonick. Mm. So that was the, the hometown hero again. <laughs> yeah. Two Florida lifters at Worlds. Nice. What's that tell you? That's it. Yeah. It's the vitamin D from the sunlight or something. I don't know. But there's <laughs> it's all them orange juices. Something in the water here. Okay. So we're we're moving along. Uh, if we're good on Worlds, we'll, we'll move on. A uh, little, little bit of weightlifting pop culture. Uh, we're doing a couple different segments here. We got a couple more weightlifting pop culture. We'd like to... to to touch on some stuff that happened uh, outside of, the, I guess, the competitions and stuff like that. Um, and then we have our first Get Technical segment where we'll talk about a little bit uh, what you guys submitted and want to hear, and then we'll talk about next events, and then we'll get out of here. This is this is a long one, eh? Yeah, it's going a little long because of the world recap, but yep. we got something else cool coming for you. All right, so uh, kind of, a, well, we'll go happy, sad news here, uh, but over the past couple of weeks, there were two coaches who over staples in the USA weightlifting community that, that unfortunately passed away. And we just wanted to, to take a moment to, to remember them uh, kind of thing. So uh, first was uh, Justin Thacker. He was a head coach out of, of the lab gym out in St. Louis, Missouri, uh, just passed away unexpectedly on Friday, August 30th. And, and the lab up north is, is also a community development site. Uh, he's very involved in strength sports and stuff like that. I did not know him personally. However, uh, any coach or a staple in the community like this who is contributing to like uh, underprivileged kids and like all that all that good stuff and promoting the sport, whatever, whatever, uh, you know, it's 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 sad to see that go. Yeah. You know. Oh, he's out in St. Louis. That's where I'm from. Oh yeah. And uh, I can tell you, St. Louis is pretty close knit. Yeah. All the families kind of know each other, and with the impact he probably had on the community was huge. And yeah. The, the waves of the ripples coming from his passing was. Had to be tragic yeah, for sure. And there's a there's a remembrance kind of, of page on on USA Weightlifting, which we'll link uh, in the show notes, which I figured out how to do. So they're going to have links, um, so you guys can read a little bit more about him. Uh, more personally, we talked about uh, Glenn Pendley getting us started with weightlifting. Uh, he recently passed as well. Um, just uh, 
big time coach in the community. Uh, he's most known for his involvement with Muscle Driver USA uh, and California Strength. He was one of the original coaches over over at Cal Strength. Um, and you've probably seen the plates in our gym that say Pembley on them. Yep, my bar says Pembley. Yeah, I mean, Muscle Driver was a huge equipment company that produced barbells, plates. And that's just the business side right. of what he did. And then, you know, you think back, he developed a, t a ton of athletes. He was an athlete himself, um, but uh, just a very knowledgeable guy, a very caring guy, uh, a bachelor's in exercise phys, a master's in endocrinology, which is the study of uh, the endocrine system of the human body, which is basically hormonal and recovery and all that kind of stuff, I think was his primary focus, if I remember correctly. Um, but established Wichita Weightlifting, Wichita Falls Weightlifting Club in 1999 at uh, the famous or infamous, depending on how you look at it, uh, Mark Ripito's gym, Wichita, Wichita Falls Athletic Club, mm -hmm. uh, which was where he found his star lifter, Caleb Ward. I don't know if you remember him. Yes, I do. Uh, but he was like very hot in like 2010 or like 2009 to 2012 era, um, junior national champion, world or I'm sorry, national record holder. Uh, but other other coaches or other athletes that Glenn was able to coach to that high caliber, Donnie Shankle, Travis Cooper, uh, Caleb Ward, John North, James Tatum, um, and he still was coaching to the you know up till his his final days. Uh, he came a lot to Tampa, like I said, personally got me started with a seminar him and John North, um, and and made it quite a few trips here uh, because Donnie actually Donnie Shankle actually uh, was like made friends with people here and would like come back and forth and, and train here and, uh, and Glenn would come with him, you know, and there was the times that I personally drove them both to and from the airport. Wow. Uh, and he spent a lot of, a lot of time in Tampa. I personally went out there to Cal strength. I spent some time in California and, uh, <laughs> we'll talk about later in the review section, but, uh, you know, trained at Cal strength and, uh, for a couple of days while I was out there and, and got some coaching input from Glenn and try to learn everything I could from him because he was, I mean, he was big time, you know, uh, unfortunately, uh, passed away, uh, lost a battle to cancer. Uh, and you know, I'll post a, the USA weightlifting did a little piece on him too. So I'll post that in the notes. So that's, that's that. Um, yeah, that was a rough month. Yeah. And on a positive note, uh, Tokyo strong is this thing that USA weightlifting is doing. I don't know if you know about this yet. Somewhat. Yeah. They so. told me some inside info. Did they? Kind of forgot. Okay. Already. But well, it was, it's what they're doing is big. Yes. And, and what it, I listened to it, on, I learned about it on the USA weightlifting podcast. Cause now I'm trying to get back into the podcast podcast world and listen to stuff that's out there. Uh, but Cheryl Hayworth and Chad Vaughn are the host of that. And they were talking to Phil Andrews. They were interviewing the man himself and he was telling all about what this Tokyo strong initiative is and what it is, is, uh, they are trying to provide a, a unforgettable and controllable experience for the athletes and coaches and everyone involved to the point where they're raising money so they can rent warehouse space yep. in Tokyo to create their own training. We'll hall. call it building a facility. They're, they're literally building a facility out there in, in Tokyo is if the you build it. He will go right so that they can have their own, uh, medical staff, chiropractors, uh, food options, equipment which i'm sure will come from rogue and all of that stuff so that i think part of that was only certain people are allowed in the olympic village and that's yes, and that's what's hard right and that excludes their pri the athletes primary coaches or developmental coaches or whatever personal coaches we'll call them 
and media too. So like CBS, oh, Fox, all those people are not allowed, or I think CBS owns the rights, but or NBC, I don't know. But reporters aren't allowed to go in there and interview the athletes from Team USA in the Olympic Village. However, if they create their own facility outside of the village, you can do whatever you want. Wide open. And so Phil's intent with that is get the word out, be able to stream and get interviews and get all the media, all that stuff out to the world so we can see what Team USA is doing out there. And that's not just for the athletes. It's for the growth of the sport. Absolutely. This is, this is like a catapult launching point, and I think that's how they're trying to look at it. Yeah. Get as much out as you can like so you, people can't miss you. Right, and make it very accessible to everyone. Uh, I think it's a great idea. I'm going to go donate money. I'll put the link in there too, but uh, if you donate, I think, 10 or 25 dollars you get a, a decal and then if you donate 50 or more you get the decal and a collector pin and i have a paint nice. collection so i'm going to donate uh, probably 100 bucks so i can get that pin and add it to my collection Very but nice. then they have some stuff where it's like broad like up into the tens of thousands of dollars where companies can can donate tax-free Ooh, corporate stuff yeah exactly i mean it's going to cost a lot of money and he was talking about warehouse space in the city of tokyo is just astronomical but it would provide an a, a great experience, training environment, everything necessary for, you know, it's cool, for athletes to perform. That's what they train in anyways. They don't need much. <laughs> right. We the train in these boxes. <laughs> it's a wall. That's about all you got right. between you and the outside world yep. and, a, and a lift door. A couple fans and, yeah. a, and a lift gate. Yeah, like you said. So Some it, plywood and rubber. Yeah, AC, AC is a luxury, especially, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, here in Florida too. But, yeah, Tokyo Strong is the initiative. Uh, all over USA Weightlifting's website, uh, links to donate and all that stuff and all, all more information online. They even have a layout of what the training center that they're going to build is going to look like. Uh, so it's it's a really, really cool thing. It's going to take a lot of moolah, but they, can, worth they it. can raise the money. It's going to be a big Olympics for us. Yep, for sure. Okay. Getting technical. All right. So you want to we'll talk a little Main bit about Main topic. This? <laughs> Get technical with Patrick Costello. Ooh, jingles. And that's another thing we need to add. I've been talking to my buddy who runs an anime podcast. He's a really good friend of mine, and he just recorded their 490th episode. Whoa. Uh, he's been doing it for years. But he has all these jingles and stuff and all these segments. I'm kind of learning from him. But anyway. So the get technical hashtag get technical is something that we've done on Instagram where we post up a little video review and analysis and talk about a problem and how to fix it. So uh, the other day, I think yesterday morning, I posted a little uh, thing on our Instagram story that was like, what do you guys want to hear about? Tell us what you want us to talk about. And we got about 10 or so submissions. Uh, and I'm going to highlight two here because one was ridiculous and one was what we're going to talk about today. And the first one, uh, one the, the ridiculous one that we're going to highlight, uh, Jason Pendergraf, an old friend of ours, up. said, hey, talk about anime. And as much as I would love to talk about the release of My Hero Academia Season 4 coming out in October, <laughs> we're not going to do that because this is not an anime podcast. <laughs> but Nivaldo Sartori, so, uh, apologies if I butchered your name, said, talk about overhead stability and the snatch and overhead squat. So... Let's talk about that today. All right. You got a midsection. That's where you start. That's it. Squeeze. And squeeze that midsection. That, pull that, the ribs in. That's exactly what I was going to say. That's amazing. Well, glad we're on the same page. Yeah. And to, <laughs> to expand a little bit on expand a little bit on that. Uh, over when people think overhead stability, they think shoulders. They think right. arms, they think upper back. 
So yes, so yes, that's it. necessary. Uh, however, think about the quality of your overhead squat and what that means. If you are not able to put your put your feet at least hip width apart and sit down at the bottom of the squat where your calves are touching your your hamstrings and your butt is down and your torso is upright there is nothing you can do it's to, not gonna get to stabilize your shoulders or anything if your torso is bent over and your right. chest is pointed at the ground so it all comes down to position it always comes down to position that's what's funny about overhead stability you think overhead but it's really from the hips up right heck even from the thighs Ex up exactly and then to to your point with the with the uh with the midsection is you have to stabilize and people, the, oh, I need to over increase my overhead strength or I need to increase my leg strength with squats, but you forget what's, what connects w the two. What's in the middle. Yep. You can have the strong ass legs as you want and uh, the strongest upper body that you need. But if you put a weight over your head and you have nothing to stabilize in the middle, you're just going to look like you're getting electrocuted. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> and it's not pretty and it's not stable. So going back to overhead stability, as Andy said, midsection, we like, Planks, uh, a lot of ab work, so actual contractions, rotations, anything like that that will build that midsection up for you to, to connect your lower body with your upper body in the proper overhead squat position. My favorite, um, which I think helped a lot, was back extensions on the GHD mm. glute hand developer. I think that helped a lot with the backside. Sure. Uh, making your back strong, especially putting your hands behind your head and your elbows back and trying to really curl up like a cobra right that's going to keep your back very strong and they both they work opposing each other your abs and your back that's what keeps you really stable yeah plus also just practicing squeezing your muscles making a mental checklist of like getting the nervous connection from your brain to your midsection of how to really tighten everything down mm -hmm. and make it not move that's how boxers train they yeah. do all the midsection work and they're getting punched in the stomach too uh, kelly starrett talked about like if i take my hand and just kind of Slap you in the stomach. Yeah. You feel that little tense? Yep. That's where you need to be minimum just walking around just to have good midline stability. Right. And it, it'll help everything just doing that, believe it or not. Just get a little tension. Yeah. And, and the way your brain works, think of your spine. It is the, it is the uh, nervous highway. It is, it's the electrical highway for your entire body. Mm -hmm. So if your spine isn't, if your brain recognizes your spine is not being stabilized, it's not going to let you do anything. It, the primary concern is to protect the vital organs, protect your spine, all of that stuff before it will let, you, let and allow you to be comfortable with doing something that is very unnatural. Right. <laughs> there's nothing, I would say there's nothing natural about the snatch. There's absolutely nothing natural about the overhead <laughs> squat. Because uh, we do it anyway. Yeah, but we, we have to live in it. And you, I think you said practice. There's practice makes perfect. Yeah, exactly. And, and practice breathing in, when to breathe in, when to hold your breath, when... Tighten your abs first, then breathe in. Mm -hmm. So a lot, a lot goes into. I know that was a very, very uh, general overview of yep. of the things that contribute to overhead stability. But there's a lot that goes into plus bar uh, placement, right? There's a lot that goes into uh, creating a stable bottom position in the snatcher. Keep your spot. hips mobile. Mm -hmm. Get get keep the bar behind your head. Lock your shoulder blades to the mm -hmm. rear. What else? Uh, the Valsalva maneuver. Google that. <laughs> yes, there's V A L S A L V A. There's, and then there's breathing techniques that will help you with all of this stuff. Uh, but yeah, it comes it comes down to, and I don't know that that's a, primarily what you were asking. But uh, historically, when people say, "Oh, well, I need to make my shoulders stronger for the overhead squat," sometimes and a lot of times, it's it doesn't come down to the shoulders. Nope.
Right. Uh, I think a good builder is behind the neck stuff, behind yep. the neck push press, mm-hmm. not so much the jerk yet, but definitely behind the neck press <coughs> and push press where you, that's when you practice your, your squeezing of your abs, yeah. tightening of the back, <laughs> doing a press from that strict press where your body doesn't move at all and only the bar goes up. Right. Yeah, that that's very good practice for getting overhead stability. Yeah, and it, 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 I would say if your body's in separate pieces, it's not it's not going to move an external object as the barbell. You have to solidify yourself and create one object of your out of your body, and then start worrying about the other thing that you have to control. <laughs> you know, you know it's goofy. I was never good at overhead squatting mm. as, on its own, where you take the bar off the rack, put it overhead, and then squat. I, I couldn't ever do it but i could snatch way more than i could overhead squat me and too do it way better me too okay so let's let's talk about this what's your best overhead squat that you can remember doing probably is in pounds like maybe 180 pounds i think it was body weight okay my best snatch was 227 you're talking in pounds let's talk in kilos I know. <laughs> my best snatch was 108 it's like what okay uh, and conversely, my best uh, overhead squat was, uh, I think, 84, 85 kilos, somewhere around body weight. And my best snatch of all time was 104. So it's the same kind of thing. Yep. It doesn't necessarily correlate. I know people always ask. I know we're going on a tangent. It here. helps. Yeah, I know we should be able to front squat 80% of our back squat and clean 80% of our front squat. Like none, none of that stuff. Really no, like look it's how nice, long my legs are. It's nice targets to look at, but it doesn't, uh, it doesn't factor in proportions athleticism athleticism uh yeah athletic background mobility flexibility all that all, all Speed, of those things your yeah. mental drive what are the what are the pr ten, or er what is it yeah <laughs> the, the mental state uh but what are the 10 the 10 commandments of crossfit where it's like uh accuracy balance uh all yeah those yeah the pillars of of fitness or whatever that 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 crossfit um um strength balance i, I now I'm thinking of the army values, <laughs> integrity. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, that's that's a little bit uh, about the this overhead stability. Anything anything else you can think of about that stuff? Uh, good wrist placement. Yeah. Uh, don't. Uh, you were cueing it yesterday at your seminar. People were keeping a straight wrist over there. Ah. Put the wrist back. Let it sit in there. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. It's not like a huge rack back like you're doing a front squat where your wrist is totally flexed. Uh, but you do definitely want to yeah. just rack it back just, just a hair. Little. Like if you got a problem keeping your shoulders back mm-hmm. and your arms are kind of forward, mm-hmm. at least getting the wrist back a little puts the bar <laughs> in a better spot. <laughs> it's all about balance. Yeah. Just keep practicing. Don't give up. Yep. All right. It might take you a year to get stronger overhead. That's just what it takes. It just takes time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep hitting it and you will get better. Yep. Uh, let's let's jump ahead here. We're going to talk about reviews here. So we are live on Spotify. We are live on iTunes. Uh, we'd love to have a review on, on iTunes. Five-star review if you think we're great. Whatever stars we're worthy of. Yep. And we will, we will read the reviews online as we get them. Uh, but we did have our first uh, review I here. I love this. It's yeah. bullet uh, format. Let me, let me pull oh, it up right, here right. on my phone. Um, and then, hang on, sorry about this. We're kind of wasting. Um, Did air. I'll talk about my next event okay, while you yeah. pull it up. You do that, and I'll get this ready. Let's see. Next, this coming weekend, IWF Masters World Cup, San Diego. That's going to be a three-day meet, two platforms. It's going to be great. The very next weekend, the 12th through the uh, 13th, Columbus Day weekend, I'm going to Dallas for the Copperhead Weightlifting Championships in uh, Dallas, Van Alstine, Texas, just north of Dallas. Um, and that's it for October. November, we got Masters stuff. Masters Open in Seattle. 
and I think Unleashed Weightlifting might do a meet right after that. All right. It might help them with that if they end up doing it. <clears throat> AO Finals in December. Yep. And that really closes out the year. Yeah, which, speaking of, of Salt Lake City, uh, we were there for the Olympic Trials in 2016. It's going to be the same venue. Mm-hmm. We just scored a Salt si- Center. We just si- scored a sick Airbnb. Uh, sick! Pool table, jacuzzi, Woo. multi-room, uh, wood floors. It's gorgeous. Send pictures of it to me. Oh, Even yeah. though I'm staying there. <laughs> yeah, I know. My <laughs> life belongs to the venue. We're just we're just there <laughs> to sleep. Is, it's going to be fun. Yeah. It's a, I like Utah. Yeah. And then... Uh, Not as much as Texas. Yeah. Sorry. And then uh, next team event for us, Holiday Cup in Bradenton. Uh, this should be the 20th year they're putting this on, I think. Holy Last year was cow. the 19th. So Wow. I'm well, definitely going to try to go to that. Yeah. It's a fun one. <clears throat> so on to... Reviews. <laughs> and this review is from Mom Costello, Patrick's mom. This is from my mother directly. And a little bit about my mom. She is she is a, uh, um, a fiery woman. Uh, she's very involved in uh, the education system in the state of Florida and nationally as, as a lawmaker, uh, educator, administrator. And she's holds and hosts all of these conferences, and she's like keynote speaker, all of this stuff. She's very successful. She's woman. got some background in oh, this yeah. talking stuff. She's a very successful woman, and I look up to her greatly. Even though sometimes I may not express it all the time, but that's what kids do, right? <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, mom, for teaching me all all the things about hard work and all that stuff. So I'm gonna read what my mother said about our episode one of the Keep Pulling podcast. Hi, Patrick. I listened to it to the full one hour, and it is very impressive. I like it. I passed the link on to your uncle Mike. You have a good low announcing voice and your flow is very smooth. Agenda is structured and very apparent. Good wrap up at the end. You missed mentioning your training in the in California a few years ago. I like your partner. You guys work well together. I rate the podcast in A. Try to avoid using the word stuff is one suggestion for you. It's very cool. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> Heart, thumbs up. Heart with a thumbs up. Thank you, mother, for the kind words. And I'm glad you listened and I'm glad you approve. Um, but I'd be remiss if I didn't mention my training in California yes. because my mom said, but to, we mentioned it. Yes, we did. This um, one's for you. Mom. Part of it was, was Cal strength, but I did take a, a, a 12 day vacation and I went out there primarily to train at the elite, Elico weightlifting Academy. And I went there to lift as an athlete, but also to learn uh, from the coaches there who were Alex Krychev, who was a Bulgarian silver Olympic medalist and the man himself, uh, the Bulgarian national coach, former Bulgarian national coach, uh, Ivan Abajiev, uh, who has who passed away last year, unfortunately, but uh, he was the mastermind behind the Bulgarian weightlifting system and all the champions that they that they produced uh, in in the late uh, was at the 70s uh, that that the kind big of era. Clean and jerkers. Exactly where it was like Soviet Russia versus Bulgaria and who was going to win and and it was just a huge battle of the of of the masses back then. Uh, but I went out there and trained with them. We trained twice a day. I learned what I could from them. There was a bunch of great lifters out there, but man, was it tough. Um, but yeah, some pictures of that is the Alico weightlifting Academy in Danville, California, which was like, um, 30 minutes North of uh, where California strength was. So once I tied up at the Alico Academy, I went over for a couple, a couple of days to, to visit Glenn and, and, and train there with John North and that Spencer Mormon was there at the time, Max Ada, uh, Rob Blackwell had just started and actually John and Donnie left the floor. He's like, sorry, man, I got to go because they were filming. Uh, they were recording their second podcast ever of the, huh. uh, of the Attitude Nation before Attitude Nation even exists. <laughs> <laughs> so 
But that's, that's another that. fun one to listen to as well. Yeah. But there you go, Mom. There's I mentioned my training in California just for you. And thank you for the review. As we said, we're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. Give us a shout-out. Five-star reviews. We'll, we'll read it on the air uh, no matter what it says. Good we, or bad. Good or bad. You know, we, we always want to improve, but try to make it constructive. You Here's know? a bad <laughs> review. Oops, we're <laughs> out of time. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, that's, that's episode two. I think we can wrap it up. Yeah, man. Okay. High five in the air. <laughs> we need a soundboard. All right. Well, this is Andy Blade signing off. And Patrick Costello signing off. We'll see you again soon. Or hear you. <laughs> yeah. Talk to you. Thanks again for listening to the KP Podcast. Make sure to follow us on all social media at Keep Pulling on Instagram, Keep Pulling on Facebook, and through our website, keeppulling.com. Stay tuned for the next episode and check our website for updates.